old-fashioned football, and the Sports Gambling Podcast is presented by WinBet. Bet $100 at WinBet and get a $100 free bet. Head over to sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash WinBet. That's sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash W-Y-N-N-B-E-T to claim your free bet today. Old-fashioned football. Make this deal right now, you pancake-eating mother... All right, deal. I don't it is probably a Tuesday morning when you're listening to this. I hope you're having a good commute, and I hope you are not drinking an old-fashioned on your commute. Maybe a nice cup of coffee. But uh, we're old-fashioned football. You've probably heard us before. If you haven't, welcome. Welcome to the show. Let me bring in my co-host, who uh, is a, a heated rival in the fantasy football <laughs> world with me, but also my wife, uh, J. Mark's wifey on Twitter. Oh, by the way, find me on Twitter at J. Mark Football. Miranda, how are you doing today? am I doing? That is the question. That is the question. You know, if I had a dollar for every time you've asked me that on the show, I would have $13 because it's our 13th episode already. Woo to us. 13 episodes. Um, I'm doing great considering I'm currently working on crushing you in one of our higher dollar auction leagues. Working on crushing me? Working. Keyword working. You were like 0.4 points behind just a couple minutes ago. I have watched you all evening. I I had to get like when we started, when the game started, the... Raiders and Chiefs game. I needed 14 points, and Josh Jacobs is delivering for me right now. Yes, he so has a rushing touchdown. I need like half a point more, and I've got it in the bag. Damn, Josh Jacobs. Um, interestingly enough, it, out of the 13 leagues I am in, you are going to be the only one that defeats me this week. That's the first time that has happened that I've gone uh, 12 wins. I'm happy to take you down a peg. Yeah. <laughs> it's not going to work. I'm still very confident on my 12 wins. Two leagues undefeated. The other uh, two more, I have only one loss. So feeling pretty good. Feeling pretty good, Miranda. Um, you know, got got a little get a little uh, big head going on here with well, my fantasy football. I, I will change that. <laughs> All right. Fair enough. And yes, the uh, the Raiders, your, your Uncle Paul's Raiders. Mm-hmm. Um, are playing my my cousin Lisa's Chiefs. I don't know if you know, but she's a Chiefs fan and a new listener. She listened to us last week, uh, joined, listened for the first time. So welcome to the show. Hope you listen again. Um, and yeah, it's not looking good for the Chiefs though right now. No, it is not. It's still early though, and it is Mahomes. So there's what that. that. What has that meant this season so far though? Yeah, he's he's had some he's had some Mahomes like games. And then he's had some moments where it's like, this is what happens when you lose Tyreek Hill, I guess. But anyways, let's keep the show moving. Yeah, what are we drinking tonight, Justin? Before we get any further, what are we drinking? Whoa, 
you asked my question. Oh, I'm asking. Yeah, I'm changing it up on you. We what are, are we drinking? <laughs> well, in honor of maybe your fantasy football season needing a little redeeming, a little redemption, we're drinking Redemption High Rye Bourbon Single Barrel Select, and we hope that we can single-handedly help you turn your season around <laughs> with this information we're going to be spouting out, including later on waiver wire suggestions. So, yeah, we tried this one. We'll talk about it a little bit later, but we tried it this weekend at um, one of our new favorite stores. (laughs) So um, moving on to our injury report, because injuries are important in fantasy football. We had a lot of them this week. It is starting to pile up. I had some disappointing ones. Yeah. Did you? Yes. I'll I'll get into those. But Uh, why don't you get us started? (laughs) All right. I'll get us started. Um, The first injury, T. Higgins has a an ankle injury was not specified last we looked um he's day-to-day so he may not miss time at all but worth keeping an eye on in that Bengals offense Naheem wow Naheem Hines is going to be missing some time he had a concussion yeah he looked very confused after that hit um Damian Harris injured his hamstring I don't know if he's going to miss any time but that's big news for Ramondi Stevenson rosters uh managers like myself so uh, you don't want a guy to get injured, but when Stevenson can step up, it's good. This next one pains me, really pains <laughs> me to say. Tyreek Hill, he was seen wearing a walking boot after the game. Stepped on, he, I think he was stepped on late in the game. Something and like that. Yeah, now he is. Um, so it might not be serious. He's in a boot. Yeah. And I've been living with somebody for two months that has been in a boot, and I am tired of seeing the boot. Das, it's not as fun as Das Boot. That is for sure. <laughs> and a, a big one and one of our bigger injuries is Rashad Penny, broken fibula. He out will be for out season. for the season. Yeah, that's big. Um, it's too bad because he was having a good season too, but that's been the risk with Penny. He has been injury prone. Now, I will say my dad broke his fibula and walked around on it for a week, so maybe he just needs to toughen up. But anyways, <laughs> you're, you're <laughs> not to lessen your dad's manliness, <laughs> but your dad didn't have to go play football. Careful. He's a listener. I know. <laughs> he, he might have. We don't know what he was doing at the time. I don't remember. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Moving on. Baker Mayfield also injured with a high ankle sprain and is going to miss some time. Yes. And um, another quarterback, Russell Wilson partially torn lat now he did have that in week four is when he got it he played with it against the Colts so they're blaming that on his bad performance but I think a guy you know and a guy I know Mr. Anthony Scatisse would argue oh my goodness that <laughs> Russ Wilson is just bad he's a Broncos fan um and yes I think he's a Broncos fan anyways but I know he and I talked and he agreed he's that a Russ Browns Wilson, fan he's a Browns fan living in Denver you should know this but I, anyway I probably he's a Browns know fan that. <laughs> Equally as bad. <laughs> True. True. <laughs> Moving on. <laughs> Dalton Schultz, um, knee injury. He had a sprained PCL in week two. What is a PCL? It's something in your knee, I believe. Now, PCL. I am no doctor. Um, I was referred to as the Civil War doctor at college. but <laughs> In college? <laughs> yes, yes. Um, and I, I went for like six years, so I'm almost a doctor. This- 
explain well i crammed all four years into five and a half no i clearly i know that (laughs) (laughs) i would not have met you if you weren't cramming your five and a half years into four yes so it was for a reason okay no but what i'm talking about is explain why why were you called the civil war doctor oh i don't think i i get this (laughs) okay so um our buddy nick fortune you know nick nick's a buddy of ours (laughs) he uh He's, I think he like sprained his ankle or something, and the, the knowledgeable one who had taken some science classes said that he should probably ice it and elevate it. And I told him that we were probably going to have to cut it off, so they said that would be the Civil War doctor's um, response. So now, after so, 10 years of marriage, I now know you were referred to as a Civil War doctor <laughs> in college. Yes. So if you need... You must have softened up when you met me. If you need anything looked at, I am a Civil War doctor (laughs) qualified. Uh, Last on our injury list, James Conner has a rib issue. We're going to talk a little bit about that later, but that's worth monitoring to see if he's going to miss any time. Um, You know, it's anybody's bet if he does. And speaking of bet, if you're thinking of joining WinBet, now's the perfect time. New customers who bet $100 get a $100 free bet. Plus, the WinBet Casino is always open 24 hours a day where you can get a 100% deposit bonus up to $1,000. Looking to join the WinBet Biggest Winners Club? Whoever hits the biggest parlay on WinBet odds-wise gets, sorry, on WinBet odds-wise, gets a $1,000 free bet. Last week, someone turned $6 into $4,000, plus they got a free $1,000 bet. Win bet truly, hashtag DGENs only. Um, sorry, Miranda, it was not me that won the $4,000 and got the bonus. There's so much to choose from. All you have to do is head over to sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash winbet so they know that we sent you. That's sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash W-I-N-N-B-E-T to claim your free bet today. Offer subject change, terms and conditions at winbet.com. Must be 20 or older and present in the state where winbet is available. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem, call 1-800-522-4700. All right. Now, Miranda, why don't you tell us who this week's Sir Throws a Lot is? Justin, we have a tie. Whoa. I know. The first in the history of Sir Throws a Lot. <laughs> the first in the history of Sir Throws a Lot. We are tied. Um, I don't know if you tuned in last week, but last week. I did. Mr. Th- not Mr., but Sir Throws a Lot <laughs> was Tom Brady with 52 throws. Again, this week, Tom Brady with 52 throws tied with Kenny Pickett. Um, Brady won 21 to 15 on a controversial roughing call and Kenny Pickett and the Steelers lost to the Bills 38 to 3. That did not stop Pickett from throwing the ball 52 times. Yeah, sorry for that loss to John Grimm, but congrats to our uh, managing editor Adam Pelletier. Um, man, Brady back-to-back 52 times. He he never ages, does he? No. Never. Never. Um, I had to throw in like for the hit the first time in the history of Sir Throws a lot. I know it's been five weeks now. However, um, it, it was funny to me when I was watching the Bears game. They kept saying the Bears have not converted a fourth down all year. Well, they had gone for it once. They had ha- only had once, so it was like <laughs> making it sound way worse. Mm-hmm. Speaking of the Bears, fun stat for you. What I think I heard this stat, but continue. Yes. So a little, um, another fun nugget, a little another fun nugget. nugget, Yes. Um, Justin Fields leads the league in yards per completion. Yards per completion. Well, we are not completing much. (laughs) That's true. I think he's averaging like (laughs) 10 completions a game. Yes. So (laughs) there is that. But, you know, 
he needs some positivity. It's so let's let him year. have this it's, one. It's just painful being a Bears fan. You know, I was proud of how they rallied back in that game. So I, I was, I wish we would have won, obviously, but mm-hmm. I was pretty happy. Am I? You're looking at your phone and smiling. Yeah, I have there. another fun nugget for you, Justin. Oh, I yes. have secured the win in our league against each other. You're two above me. Two. Josh so as long Jacobs as nothing negative happens for me. Come on, Chiefs. No. Knock it out Josh of his hands. Jacobs is on fire tonight. <laughs> I can't help but notice Mac Hollins hasn't okay, done much Okay, just let's for shut up. It doesn't matter. I'm beating you. <laughs> Continue. <laughs> <All right. laughs> Why don't we move on to our studs and yes. our duds? Get us started with our studs, Justin. All right. Well, um, I heard of a lot of complaining from your Uncle Brent because mm-hmm. I started Josh Allen against him. Josh Allen was projected 23.9. He finished with 39.16. However, in our league, you get bonuses for passes, passing touchdowns over 50 yards. Yes. yes. So he ended up with like 51 points in our league. And yeah, your uncle had a lot to say about that. I'm sure he did. <laughs> um, what was the bet this week? Uh, oh, yeah. So he has to change his name. This week. Are you, does this mean because you made another bet with him that you get to remove I, your. Our, our, our original bet was for four weeks. So I have to keep it four weeks from when the Bears play the okay. Packers. But I'm doing so well in that league. I don't so know if you're I So you're going to keep your team name with I still own you. Yes. And Aaron <laughs> Rodgers as Mr. Conair himself. Um, yes. But uh, your uncle is going to have to change to Smoking Jay Cutler. And his team name will be Cutler is better than Rogers. So I like it. Yes. I like it. That should be painful. For it four weeks? Be. Yes, for four weeks. I All miss right. Cutler. <laughs> I know you do, Justin. <laughs> I'm over it. <laughs> All right. Um, another stud for you, running back for the Chargers, Austin Eckler. I had an awesome time watching him play yesterday on my phone. Projected 15.9 and finished with 33.9 points. Thank you, thank you. It is fun when Sleeper sends you those little Josh or uh, Josh Jacobs. Sorry, I'm having uh, PTSD already. <laughs> right now, um, yeah. <laughs> Austin Eckler just ran for a 50 yard play or just scored a touchdown. Like that, those updates are fun. I have another one for you. I'm going to yes. steal your turn. Oh, go for Jets it. Jets running back Brees Hall finally doing something for those of you who said he was. Going to be the man for the Jets this year. 11.2 was his original projection, and he finished with 26.7. Yeah. Pretty impressive. Yeah. Born in Omaha, Nebraska, which is like 30 minutes from where and I grew Iowa up. Iowa State boy. Yep. Iowa State boy. Uh, wide receiver, speaking of the Bills, this is kind of the Josh Allen to wide receiver connection. Gabe Davis had a day. Projected 10.7, finished with 36.6. Yet it was not enough to beat you because I had Gabe <laughs> Davis. Sucks to suck. And it was not enough to beat you, um, which is very disappointing. But it is what it is. Who, who you got next for us? I have Jacoby Myers, wide receiver for the Patriots. Projected only eight points and finished with 20.6. This one's funny to me because I know... You were thinking about picking him up, really, <laughs> and you you decided to pick up Carson Wentz instead. Carson Wentz, I did need. I played I, you him. Needed, yeah, and you he needed did the quarterback help. I agree, but yeah, um, 
you know, I just think that I should funny. just keep my mouth shut when I'm talking about <laughs> I talk. I'm more talking to myself than to you, but you just listen. I do. I'm always listening. Um, I'm like Walker, Texas Ranger. The eyes of okay. the ears of a Justin are upon you. Oh. Um, <laughs> wow. <laughs> wide receiver Diami Diami Brown of the Commanders finally showing up. Projected 5.8, finished with 26.5, two huge touchdowns. So it was nice to see him get involved in his, I believe, his second year on the team. Last stud for the show, tight end Taysom Hill for the oh, Saints. Yes. Yes. He, I think we will be talking about him later, mm-hmm. but he was projected 4.7, finished with 37.8. Oh, eight. Yes. Oh, what? eight. Oh, eight. Oh, eight. Yes. We go to the minute details here. <laughs> I, I see that. <laughs> <laughs> oh, and we're moving to our duds. Very happy that I benched um, Jared Goff for Derek Carr. I've kind of been playing the matchups, which I noticed that they're both on a bye next week, so I might be in trouble. But he was supposed to get 7.6, and in the Lions' zero-point outing against the Patriots, he finished with 5.86. You're holding your glass up like we're toasting. Are we toasting the duds? No, we're not toasting the duds. (laughs) I'm waiting for a moment to drink. (laughs) Okay. Should I keep talking? No, we're good. Um. Another dud for you, running back for the Dolphins, Chase Edmonds, was really only, I mean, only projected 8.4, finished with negative 0.1. So if you started Chase Edmonds, yeah. he got you less points than you should have had. Yeah, but he's been in the mix with their starting job. So mm-hmm. if you were starting him hoping that he was going to have a touchdown or something, very disappointing. Very. Um, running back. For the Packers, A.J. Dillon, you know I love putting the Packers on the duds. Sorry, R.D. Um, it's supposed to be get 11 or projected 11.3, finished with 3.4, and their very disappointing loss to the Giants over in London across the pond, as they say. It was lovely to watch. This next one is going to be painful for some of you. Me. For you. Running back for the Ravens, J.K. Dobbins. Coming off of a week where he had over 20 points, he was projected 11.9 and only got 4.4. Yeah. That, I think, was probably unexpected. I don't know if J.K. Dobbins fans are going to keep him rostered, but... I'm sure they will, but, I mean, I would still try to get him in a trade if it was me because I think he's got a lot of potential. He's got a lot of talent. I realize his first game back he had five, but then he had 20. Now he has four. It's hard to get a read on what it's going to be um, going forward. I did win in that league, for what it's worth. But he didn't win because of him. No, I didn't win because of this guy either, who is also on my roster, A.J. Brown. Projected 14.1, finished with 4.7. He's uh, been a huge playmaker for the Eagles, but just didn't uh, make many plays this uh, this weekend. Next for you, wide receiver Amonra St. Brown for the Lions. Projected 14.6 and finished with only 3.8. Yeah, and it's hilarious having three Lions here on the duds because they did just put up a dud. Um after having a what looked like a good offense, their defense sucks, but their offense looked like it was good fantasy football-wise anyways, tight end TJ Hawkinson projected 10.8 after a huge game, finished with 1.1. Basically, if you had Lions players in your lineup, it sucked for you. It, it really did. Um, Man, so I, I know we're not talking about our whiskey yet, but I, I just wanted to take a little time out to say this <laughs> is spicy. So I got a little spicy today because Miranda's always a little spicy with me. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> um, 
So I posted on my Twitter. If you're not following me, go follow me at jmarkfootball. But I posted a picture on a Twitter of the bitters I got, and you you didn't like these bitters. No, like I wasn't. <laughs> I didn't realize how serious you were about these. Until I think I saw your face and you look like a disappointed child just got told no at the store for not being able allowed to pick out a toy or something. And I was just like, fine, just get it. You're you're an adult. If you're going to buy some bitters, then buy some bitters. I, like, be- <laughs> I do believe you were like, why would you want that? Yeah, I was like, no. And I was like, moving on. I, I didn't yes. think you were serious. Um, but it's scorpion bitters. And there's, and there's a scorpion in it. And literally, I do a scorpion. not like seeing it. No, and she thinks I might get sick from it. How can you not? What did they extract the poison from it before they put it in the bottle? You know what? It's gonna be infused. We know with that somebody venom. that was stung. Do they? That's a sting, right? By a scorpion. Yes. Your mother, and she was just fine. They said it was kind of like didn't a bee sting. Know she was gonna be fine. <laughs> we all were freaking out. <laughs> yes. Anyway, just <laughs> continue. Um, but yes, I have a smoked old fashioned with scorpion. You bitters. smoked that glass like three times tonight. I know, and you know what I realized I forgot to do? What? Put sugar in my old-fashioned. I always put a little sugar in there mm-hmm. because obviously did that's part put, of an old-fashioned. You didn't put any... I did that's not. That's why it doesn't taste right, Justin. <laughs> like, Gosh dang it. The, the I'm most, like, I think I like this whiskey plain rather than in my old-fashioned. I am um, the most inconsistent old-fashioned maker, apparently, um, on old-fashioned uh, football. It makes me feel like a fraud, but you know what? It still tastes good to me. You normally, when you're on your game, I think it's Monday night. It, yeah, it's, it's a I didn't work today. It's Indigenous People you Day. You did work today. What I <laughs> <laughs> I did. I got up at the normal time and logged in and thought, man, it's kind of weird that nobody's on because we have people on the you East were Coast working for over an hour. Yes, we have people on the East Coast that are normally on before me, and then all of a sudden, I an hour in, I was like, gosh, it's kind of quiet. And I looked, and nobody's on still. And then it hit me that it's Columbus Day slash Indigenous People Day slash Thanksgiving in Canada Day. Um, shout out to our CFL mm-hmm. fans. I mean, I, the CFL game was on today. Ottawa Red Blacks won. Rod, I know that's your team, so go Red Blacks. Um, yeah, and I worked for an hour, and I did not need to. So you could have slept in. That's what you you were the mo- you were so pissed because you could have gotten more sleep. And I was just like, well, now you just you got up early. So make the most of your day. No, you went back to bed. I 100 percent went back to bed. You would. And so my day was all thrown aloof. And maybe that's why my old fashioned making is aloof. You forgot to put a sugar cube. In. I just can't even believe that's just why it doesn't taste right. And not to rehash last week, but we don't have a fucking orange. <laughs> I do believe you were the one running in all the stores, so I, I don't think that one's on me. Well, if I'm responsible for everything, <laughs> I'm going to forget stuff. I got a bad leg. <laughs> Why don't you go ahead and drink while I tell everybody <laughs> about Fubo TV? If you watch football, you need Fubo TV. Fubo TV gives you complete coverage of college and pro football with NFL Red Zone plus games in 4K at no extra charge. Over 100 channels of live sports and entertainment for a fraction of the price of cable. Watch on all your devices, never miss a game or an episode of your favorite shows with the included cloud based DVR. Plus, there's no contract, no commitment. You can cancel at any time. And right now, you can try Fubo TV free for seven days. And not only that, get 15% off of your first month. Just go to FuboTV.com slash SGP. That's F-U-B-O-T-V dot com slash SGP. 
Also, you have to go check out Odds Trader. Odds Trader is a place to compare all odds from all major sports books. You can compare the different sign up codes, promotions from sports books to get the best deal. The app provides player statistics, key game stats, injury reports, projected game day weather for betters to make the most informed bets possible. It also has a bets tracker, tracker. So, no longer flipping from app to app, website to website, trying to figure out where did I place this bet again? Odds Trader tracks it all for you. Plus, you can find out where the best lines are. Handicapping, play by play updates, live scores, and bet tracking statistics on and on and on and on and on on what's not to love all you have to do is go to oddstrader.com slash blue wire oddstrader the number one site for all your game day bets all right miranda have you calmed down about that orange through the ad reads did you drink a little more and it helped or no sorry i no. the more i drink this the more i realize everything that's missing from this old-fashioned so let's get into our market movers somebody had a bad day no, i didn't I mean. have a bad day <laughs> Um, all right. Well, let's talk about. <laughs> I'm scared, folks. Let's no, <laughs> let's talk about our market movers and um, who is moving up. I'm going to start with wide receiver Alec Pierce of the Colts. In the last three weeks, he's gone from 14% to 17% to 25%. So definitely is moving up. Another wide receiver for you, Chris Godwin. He had 11% of the target share in week one, then he was injured, came back, and has been 19% and 25% trending up as the clear number two behind Mike Evans. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, even though Julio Jones was out, I still expect Godwin to remain the number two. Agreed. Uh, running back Damian Pierce of the Texans, he's trended up not only in their running game, which he's become a big bigger part of, but passing game as well, going from target share percentages of three to three to six to 17 to 20. So he's consistently moved upward. Wide receiver Devin DuVernay of the Ravens. I He started at 13% target share. He dropped to four. However, last the, the last three weeks, it was seven, 18, and 26. Granted, this week he was higher because Bateman was out, but that's still a three-week trend of moving up in target shares for the team. Yeah, um, and a for- <laughs> this is probably bad to bring up with as feisty as you are, but <laughs> former love of Miranda's, sort of. Let's tell this story real quick. It's oh. Hunter Henry. Mm-hmm. Now, here we are in a draft. One of the rare drafts we decided to sit in the same room. Maybe we were the last. not even at know. the same room. We were at the same. We we're sitting at the table, table together. Yes, that was bad. And we can't do that again. We know, haven't done that again. I needed a tight end. I had no tight ends, and Hunter Henry was there, and so I had a one dollar bid, and it was it was at one dollar. Nobody was bidding, and then Miranda, who had two tight ends, mind you, <laughs> said. Oh, I can't let you get him for a dollar. Click and outbid <laughs> me knowing that I could bid no more than the $1 price. And for that whole year, she would come up behind me and go, Hunter Henry. <laughs> <laughs> I did. I tormented you. Because I was so pissed about it. I don't get pissed that often, but I was pissed because you had two tight ends already. No, I, I didn't need him. No. But a dollar... A dollar, I, I didn't. I'm not letting you get him for a dollar. <laughs> Gosh. Uh, I love it. Um, anyway. Anyways, he's coming off a pretty good. I think good... I more love how tormented you were every time I'd whisper behind <laughs> you. Like, like, get out of here. I know. He's dead to me now. I never want to roster him again. However, <laughs> he came off of a pretty good fantasy football year last year. 
but then came out flat this year. Ten um, percent of the targets share the first game, but only twenty yards. Then dropped to three percent two weeks in a row. But the last two weeks, he's had twenty percent and twenty-four percent. Maybe that's the benefit of Bailey Zappi at quarterback rather than Mac Jones or Brian Hoyer. But either way, he's trending up. Going to have to monitor that Mac Jones injury because that could change it. Next for you, not a huge increase, but Denver's wide receiver Jerry Judy has gone from eleven percent in week two to 19% to 20% to 21% over the last three weeks. So he's continuing to continuing to increase there a little bit. But yeah, I don't know. I'm not really big on him, but Anthony's um, non-favorite Broncos because he's a Browns fan. Does Angela like the... You got a phone no. call. No, she doesn't like the Broncos. <laughs> you, got a, you got a phone call. They're all from Ohio. They are from Ohio. You got a phone call last week. They, they were playing our podcast. Is that correct? Yes. Yes. So thanks for listening. <laughs> I'm sure <laughs> you were embarrassed Thanks for about inviting it. me to that call and you're already listening. Yes, I'm sure you were embarrassed, but thank you for I'm listening. Good. Um, I'm good. Continuing. <laughs> we're good. Continue, Justin. Um, continue. Well, I don't like to hear the sound of my own voice sometimes. So, um, Khalif Raymond of Our Detroit. Our listeners have to listen to us. Well, I, I think my voice is that of an angel. I just don't like I hearing I disagree. It. <laughs> How dare you? <laughs> she, okay, everybody. So, we're sitting across from each other. And she's got her whiskey glass, and she's holding it with two fingers out like she's got a stogie or something between her two fingers. And it just looks very threatening. <laughs> like, I'm, I'm, I feel like I'm sitting across from maybe a mob boss or something, somebody with power in control. And it's, I'm getting a little, it's terrifying. I'm not kidding. <laughs> like, I, I feel like it's an, a, a threat, a silent threat. Like, she's sending a message. <laughs> I'm always sending a message. (laughs) Fair enough. (laughs) Khalif Raymond of Detroit has gone from 3 to 13 to 22 in the last three weeks. Part of that may be Amon Ross St. Brown's injury. However, St. Brown did play last week, and Raymond got 22% of the target share. Last moving up for you, last market mover going up, wide receiver Randall Cobb of the Packers, Rogers' best friend, last three weeks has become an even Esther friend, <laughs> I like it. if Esther. that's the word, 6-13, ending last week with 33% of the target share. Ending this week with 33%. Yeah, enough about share. people that have had success. Let's talk about those that aren't with the moving yes, down. Let people you might want to start looking at to get rid of. Uh, yeah, and this one for sure. Tight end Albert O of the Denver Broncos has consistently moved down 15-7-6-3. to We saw him drafted in almost every league. People expected him to have a big impact. However, now it's Beck that is um, kind of getting the start at tight end, so that's kind of interesting. Wide receiver Amonra St. Brown for Detroit missed week four, but since week two has been moving down 35%, 24%, 19%. Um, he was one of our duds this week, and these numbers could be an indication of a trend rather than a one-time occurrence. Yeah, definitely would have been a good sell-high candidate, it seems like. Um, Wide receiver Austin Dillon of the Colts had 12% week one, and he jumped to 24% in week two. But since then, he has had three, eight, and three. He's downtrending now that wide receiver Alex Pierce has stepped up for them. Tight end Austin Hooper for the Browns was 22% 22 of the target share week two, since then, he's continued to decrease with 8% to 5 to finishing this week with only 4% of their target share. Yeah, wide receiver Christian Watson of the Packers kind of, I think, fell out of favor after some dropped passes from Rodgers. Uh, he went from 11 to 12, but then down to 9 and now 3. 
To finish out here, another tight end for you, Pat Fryermuth of the Steelers. I know it's only one week of data sample with Kenny Pickett, but when Trubisky was at the helm, he had 27, 21, 13, and 36% of the target share. With Pickett, he dropped down to 4%. I think that this is something we're just going to have to monitor. Um, I don't know if it's going to be the norm with Pickett or if it's going to increase. We just have to give him some time maybe to develop some chemistry. And maybe it's possible it was just the Bills elite defense too. Yeah, it very well could be. Um, man, that was a game. And Mike Tomlin is the worst defeat in his career as a coach. But anyways, now uh, maybe your team needs some redeeming or very important, um, uh, some redemption, if you will. But we're entering bye weeks. We have not had any bye weeks. I know. Until bye weeks are week. among us. Yeah, so maybe you're, you don't need um players to replace guys on your team but you need people to fill in for bye weeks i know i sure do Mm -hmm. so um why don't we move on to the waiver wires here and tell everybody maybe who they should be looking at yeah let's get us started with some quarterbacks now i know i just picked him up last week but carson wentz quarterback for the commanders is only rostered in 47 percent of leagues his quarterback ranking currently right now he's a top 10 quarterback right now ranked at eight which surprised me until I saw that. yes Carson Wentz he's had some pretty good games what uh it's just it's crazy to think of him as a top 10 right. quarterback but right now based on the stats he is ranking at number eight for among quarterbacks wow um he's averaging 278 yards a game two touchdowns a game but he also has had six interceptions in his five games so far um I mean, he's looked like Wentz. He's had some really good games and some really bad ones. <laughs> what you expect out of him. But he is um, he has a talented receiving core with Curtis Samuel, Terry McLaurin, and Diami Brown. Did I say that correctly? Diami, I believe. Diami, yes. sorry. Um, he also goes against the Bears this week, so that might be something <laughs> for him. I hate dissing on our Bears, but I feel like it's become so easy to do. Well, yeah. I mean... Yes. Kirk Cousins Mm -hmm. threw 16 passes without a completion, without a incompletion to start that game. Mm -hmm. Um, We made Kirk Cousins look like one of the best quarterbacks in the league. Yeah. So if that tells you anything, maybe Carson Wentz would be a really good pickup for you if you're looking for a quarterback. Fab-wise, I might do 10%. He's boom and bust. So if you can get him on a boom week, I think that's going to work in your favor. If you're needing quarterback help, pick him up. Yep. Uh, another quarter. It's funny that like okay, it's weird to think mm-hmm. about because most of our leagues are ten teams or twelve even. Yeah. And it's weird to think of a guy like Carson Wentz who is top ten is not rostered in more than fifty percent of leagues. Because I don't think people look at you don't think of Carson Wentz top ten quarterback, but looking at all the data, he's a top ten quarterback right now. Yeah. I, okay. Let me ask you this: Do you know who the number fourth ranked quarterback is? I'm not without looking at the data. No. Geno Smith. The next guy. Oh on my our gosh! List. <laughs> yes, I know. Who would have thought? I mean, thirty-nine percent rostered, so mm-hmm. less than forty percent, or yeah, less than forty percent of leagues um, have him rostered. Insane. He's averaging two hundred sixty-one yards a game, one point eight touchdowns, only two interceptions as five, five games, seventy-seven rushing yards. He's got DK Metcalf, Tyler Lockett, 
I don't know if you've heard of those guys, but they're pretty good. And this team has looked better than expected. I know they don't necessarily have a great record, but they've put up some good points. And I know everybody thought, oh, he put up a bunch of points against Detroit. Their defense sucks. However, the Saints defense is pretty good. And he just put up a lot of points against them, a good chunk of them. So now I never invest much in quarterback. However, I do have some leagues where I'm I'm a streamer because I waited. Um, you know, so next week when I have Carr and Goff, hopefully nobody from that league is listening, though I know you are, RD. I'm watching you. Um, <laughs> I will probably go uh, 10% on Geno Smith. He is the fourth ranked, and I don't think that's going to change. They are throwing the ball very well. You think that Geno Smith is going to remain a top – he's going to remain – fourth ranked quarterback throughout the season i don't know if it's going to be fourth but i think he's going to finish i feel top like 10. we need to make a bet on this top side 10. bet later top 10 yes no <laughs> you're saying no he won't no i don't think he will all right we're gonna we're gonna side bet it okay side bet we'll discuss okay. the bet later continue <laughs> you know what that means <laughs> you continue <laughs> oh, oh i'll continue um another quarterback here um and this one I feel like is more of just a short time, maybe desperate at quarterback because it's not going to be long term, I don't think. P.J. Walker for the Panthers, he's 0% rostered, which is why I threw him on here. Um, <clears throat> Baker Mayfield, he's going to miss some time. Sam Darnold isn't healthy or cleared yet. So P.J. Walker will get the start on a Panthers team that just fired head coach Matt Rule. However, I think you'll see a healthy dose of short passes and with players like DJ Moore, CMC, Robbie Anderson, those can lead to some big gains. And PJ Walker can scramble as well. True. I know he has like limited NFL playing time and rushing. However, 763 rushing yards and nine rushing touchdowns in college at Temple. Yeah. He also threw for 10,669 yards and 74 touchdowns there. That's a lot of Just some side information for you. Not necessarily what we're going to – we're not going (laughs) to see that in the NFL. But – Four-year starter, he Mm -hmm. – I believe he played in the XFL um, and then made the jump to the NFL um, because he didn't get drafted out of Temple. So I think he went XFL and then got here. So, yeah, interesting to see. um, If you're looking for a quarterback right now, just short-term – um, while Baker Mayfield is out, missing time, P.J. Walker, I would maybe do 5% of my fab on him. He can't be worse than Baker Mayfield. He just can't. Baker has sucked it up this year. I'm sure all the Browns fans have loved it, but he's been terrible. Um, and I think Sam Darnold will be the starting quarterback, but he's not healthy yet. So, yeah, that's a good one. I like it. Cosign. Um, let's go on to running backs. Talk about Tevin Coleman. For the 49ers, we hadn't seen him until this week, really. Um, He's rostered in 0% of leagues, but he had eight carries for 23 yards and a touchdown. He also had three catches for 44 yards on three targets and a receiving touchdown. So two touchdowns. Look, we know the 49ers love to run the ball, right? Coleman came in, showed that he may be that number two guy. Jeff Wilson has a history of injuries, so Coleman may be the guy to grab a hold of, especially if rookie Davis Price keeps missing time. He was out. Um, So if you have... Uh, sorry, Jeff Wilson, mm-hmm. then you, I think you want to take a look at Coleman. Um, he's still going to be a number two, and Davis Price might factor in. So I wouldn't do a lot, but 3 to 5% if you need some running back depth, some help, um, some long shots, or just even if you have Jeff Wilson, because he gets injured every year, unfortunately. Yes, he does. <laughs> Chiefs making their comeback, by the way. It is now 20 to 17. I'm sure your Uncle Paul is freaking out. And by the way, I have... 
Well, it, up, it just updated again. I don't think you're going to win this. I don't think there's a chance. Well, I know I'm already beating you, but I don't think there's a chance you're going to come back. For the first time all season, I can say, had I started Justin Fields instead of Justin Herbert, I would have had more points. Ooh, that's weird. Yes, it is. Anyways, go okay. on. <laughs> Another running back for you, Eno Benjamin with the Cardinals. He's only rostered in 16% of leagues. And if James Conner misses time due to the injury that he left the game for, I think Benjamin could have an impact. He has had carries every game prior to this week, averaging five carries for 27 yards. But this week, once Connor got hurt, he had eight carries, 25 yards, and a touchdown, and three receptions and t- for 28 yards. Yeah, definitely worth monitoring. Yeah, I think maybe Fab 3 to 5%. I don't know if that we're going to see that continue. And if James Conner doesn't miss time and comes back again, I don't know. But if you need some help right now, you know, Benjamin might be able to help you. I almost went back to the trend of skipping right over your fab. Sorry about that. I know. <laughs> never give me chance. I don't just come right out and say the fab. I got to convince you first. <laughs> right. <laughs> Last week, we forgot our fab altogether. So yep. apologies. Um, let's move on to wide receivers to a 0% rostered wide receiver, Deami Brown. You know, the last two weeks he has played, um, he's been targeted four times each, which I know that's not a lot, but this last week, two catches, 105 yards, two touchdowns. When both of your catches go for touchdowns, it's pretty good. I think his success and stats are going to go a little bit with Wentz's success. However, next week, as we said, they do play the Bears, which Justin Jefferson had a um, career high receptions and they just l- allow all sorts of giant stats to everybody. <laughs> it seems like, so, um, I'm thinking maybe 5%, 10% in a dynasty, because I think he does have some good long-term value. He's a big play guy, but you are going to deal with a little big boom bust, you know, mm-hmm. here and there. So, um, but yeah, Deami Brown, another wide receiver. And I talked about him last week. I did notice his rostered percentage went up a little bit. But come on, people. Listen. I know. Josh Reynolds is now rostered in 46% of leagues. Last week, it was only three, 33%. But those of you who rostered him and put him in your lineups, it paid off for you. The last games, he's averaged 26% of the target share, six catches, and averaging almost 90 yards a game. This week, he stayed consistent, another six catches, and 92 yards. Um, I know I said it last week, but Reynolds has played with Goff when they were both with the Rams. They're familiar with each other. They already have that chemistry built up. If you didn't listen to me last week, maybe you want to listen to me this week. You still have a chance to get him. Like I said, only rostered 46% of leagues. I might go up to 15% of my fab for him. Listen, everybody, um, I can tell you from experience that if she, you don't want her to have to tell you a third time, <laughs> I'm just I'm just saying you don't. <laughs> um, let's talk a little tight ends. Um, I'm going to go with Hayden Hurst, who's rostered in 37 percent of leagues. He had two touchdowns in these last two games. He's averaging 13 percent target share through the first four weeks. However, He had 21% last night on Sunday Night Football, including another touchdown. Um, He's just been super consistent. T. Higgins may miss time now, and so Joe Burrow is starting to really look at Hayden Hurst. So tight end is a tough position. Kyle Pitts was out with an injury. you got tight ends coming up on bye weeks. Hayden Hurst is definitely one to look at. 
Another tight end for you. We talked about him in our studs, Taysom Hill. He's only rostered in 24% of leagues. If you are needing a tight end, you might have to cough up more fab for him than usual this week because <laughs> he has um, he's running, he's throwing for touchdowns. He ran for 112 yards and three touchdowns, threw another touchdown. It was a crazy game for him. He has a lot of upside at the tight end position. I would say maybe 15 or more percent of your fab. Maybe you're like Justin and you drafted Kyle Pitts and it's just not <laughs> working for you. Taste them right now for those of since we've been talking about rankings, like because we have we finally have like enough da- data over five weeks to kind of see what's happening for sure he is ranked third among tight ends right now and he's only rostered in 24 percent of leagues i know we've talked about it i've talked about it with other people who play fantasy football people who win have good tight ends in, in their in roster. life oh okay <laughs> fantasy football yes <laughs> in their roster um, my best seasons have been off of when I have had a top tight end. Now, I don't know if he's going to stay that highly ranked, if he's going to keep throwing touchdowns, if he's going to keep getting touchdowns and running for that many yards. Um, I mean, I would certainly say he's mm-hmm. one of the most versatile players we've seen. Very versatile. Um, if he he's throwing touchdowns, he's catching touchdowns, he's running, he's... Yeah, like he, getting receptions. Uh, yeah, yeah, he has for the Saints. He has started at quarterback um, mm-hmm. a couple years ago, maybe even last year. He started a game. Um, he has been a running back slash wide receiver. He's now a tight end. I don't know why why they decided to make him a tight end now, but he he can do everything. Mm-hmm. And when you got a guy that can line up anywhere on the field, can run the ball, throw the ball, catch the ball. He's going to put up fantasy football And how points. do you defend against that? How do you defend right. against a player where you don't know what he's going to be doing? Yeah, and, and that's why he is having so much fantasy success. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, um, co-sign that one. Definitely, I think you and I are going to maybe be in a fight in some leagues on that one. I don't know. I know. I'm already preparing for it. <laughs> <laughs> you know, Miranda, I, um, I kind of have been on a eggs in the morning and then liquid the rest of the day type of meal plan that I put myself on because... Mm-hmm. I've been very immobile with my bad leg and <laughs> it's bothering me because when you're immobile and you just eat, <laughs> then there's not a positive change. You, it's not like you can, you're, you're not I even work walking. Out, right. You're walking is like around. a, you can move, but yeah, your walking but... is like the pace of a turtle, maybe a snail. <laughs> How dare you? <laughs> Sorry. It's not your fault. You, but, you can't. But anyways, what I was getting at is these cherries are looking mighty delicious. <laughs> Oh my goodness. Luckily, Let's, bourbon yes. is a liquid, so it fits into my liquids. <laughs> um, why don't we talk about, since we, we told people how to redeem their season with some redemption players, why don't we talk about a little redemption high rye bourbon? Yes. Just like you said, we are drinking redemption high rye bourbon single barrel select. And as usual, I really enjoy diving into the backstories behind some of the bourbons we try on our show. And most of Redemption's bourbons are rye bourbons. I think they do have one that's just a bourbon bourbon. Mm -hmm. Um, Bourbon bourbon. But when I was looking, like, because this is just a bottle we just happened upon. And we actually got to try it, which made us buy it. And (laughs) lucky for you. Right? (laughs) Um, I love that store. I know. Go on. But, yeah, one thing I found really interesting is that 
you normally like have a bourbon, like a distiller, and they have their bourbon, and they might have like many different kinds of bourbon, and they have one rye, mm-hmm. one rye bourbon. Redemption has many rye bourbons. Um, and so they really pride themselves on the history of rye whiskey. So just a little backstory for you. And let's take you back to 1773 when the Sons of Liberty threw a little tea party in the Boston Harbor and thereby changed history. I think so. (laughs) As we know it, um, including the history of rye whiskey, while Americans were rejecting all things British like rum and gin, bold American rye whiskey was there to come in and fill that void. Um, Really, like, rye whiskey was really booming pre-Prohibition, and then by the end of Prohibition, rye whiskey's top rival had become bourbon because corn subsidies, um, because of the corn subsidies, it made bourbon making a lot more affordable than your rye whiskey. And then... After the prohibition, scotch, vodka, and gin quickly kind of flooded back in to America before rye had a chance to reboot or even reopen some of those distilleries post-prohibition. Currently, rye is back at the forefront of American whiskey conversation, and Redemption has several high rye bourbons. I already mentioned this, (laughs) but including this single barrel select that we're drinking you'll have to like i know i say this every time go check out their website but redemptionwhiskey.com they have a neat history on their website make sure you check it out get a lot more information than what i've just provided you but we um sorry justin i'm gonna cut i know you want to talk about more about oh i was gonna say it's a good looking website like yeah it is Um, i like it so anyway justin i'm gonna hand it back over to you i'm gonna keep sipping this old-fashioned try this straight as well yeah so Go ahead. All right. So this is um, Redemption is bottled in the heartland of Indiana. And this one is 60% corn, 36% rye, and 4% barley. So definitely putting in the the high rye to high rye. Um, the Redemption's master blender is a guy named Dave Carpenter. And he's inspired by pre-prohibition recipes that bring forward distinct rye-forward notes. Dave, who loves whiskey and has a passion for history, is quoted saying, Rye is the, fu- the past and future of American whiskey. It's been my distinct opportunity to enjoy some of the finest whiskeys ever made. I'm even more excited about the great ones I've yet to try, but when I do, the odds are they will be made with rye. Now, interestingly enough, um, Dave was a chef for quite a while before turning into distilling. Um, well, he didn't turn into a distilling. He turned into a distiller, sorry. Um, <laughs> so for the single <laughs> for the single barrel select... Uh, Dave, the master blender, selects the finest barrels to be a part of Redemption's single barrel program. Each one acquires a distinct flavor based on its aging location and temp. Some have uh, more of your traditional bourbon, bourbon notes, while others feature a soft palate. And they're bottled at 105 proof and non-chill filtered. Now, we got ours at Wall to Wall Spirits, my new favorite store. Sorry, Costco, you're out. Wall to Wall is in. Um, this one is barrel number 21-157, and it was barreled on 425-2016 and then bottled on May 18th, 2021. So I think that's kind of cool that you get to see. Yeah, I um, always love when they put that information on there. Yeah, yeah, for mm-hmm. sure. Um, I'm going to take a drink of my water. It's going to make a noise real quick, but I need to cleanse my palate. <laughs> Alrighty. Well, while you're doing that, the flavor profile for this bourbon, um, if you smell it you really do you smell like vanilla wafer 
rice spice and a hint of red fruit is what you're supposed to get off of that. I do get the vanilla. Like, don't put your nose right over the, like, just (laughs) move it. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Okay. Wish you could see Um, us all. (laughs) On the palate, oak, crisp cherries, black pepper, finishing with lingering and smooth seasoned wood and faint mint. I don't know that I get the mint. When I try this, like, it really, I don't know. The burn is, like, right in the front of your mouth. And then I think it's, like, really smooth. I get a lot of, of cherry. A lot of cherry? I do, yeah. Um, it, and you know how it is. You say something yeah. and it really sticks out. But when I took a kind of a bigger gulp mm-hmm. there, I definitely got ju- – my mm-hmm. my um, taste buds should all be open from that scorpion bitter. <laughs> Woo, that was I hot. I'm sweating I over here. I almost think that the fact that you had your scorpion bitters in your old-fashioned – it's going to definitely make this taste different to you. It could, but I definitely but taste cherry. I personally like this better neat mm-hmm. than in my old fashioned. I don't know if that's due to the maker of the old fashioned or not, but. Oh, that's me. <laughs> that is you. How dare you. <laughs> um, but no, this is really good. We, like we said, we were at wall to wall wine and spirits and they let you sample bourbon. They have a bourbon counter. And we were going in there because Justin lost the bet and owed Kramer. Yeah. Yeah, owed, you owed Kramer a bottle of bourbon. I did for the Giants-Bears game. Yes. So. so we were walking out of there, and I told Justin, we're going to leave and not not try the bourbon. <laughs> and we went I back. I didn't know it was an option. <laughs> and tried, and this is one of the ones we tried, and right away I was like, yes, we, we need this bottle of bourbon. It's really good. It is, yeah, it is definitely good. Um, I've noticed you've taken a liking to the rise. Yeah, it surprised me. I think, and I think that's because you typically stay away from rise. So trying bourbon with you, really getting into bourbon, I haven't tried a lot of rye bourbons, and I always just assumed they weren't as, I don't know, no, weren't as smooth or flavorful, maybe mm-hmm. as normal. But they are. I found that I really like rise. Yeah. Well, and, you know, you're a whiskey gal, and it's important, just like Taysom Hill, to be versatile. So, uh, just, <laughs> just like Taysom Hill. Just like Taysom okay. Hill. I mean, he's versatile. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. No, I, I like this. This is very good. Um, like I said, I get a lot of cherry, really. when I If you take kind of a bigger gulp, mm-hmm. I know you're not supposed to be chugging this, but I my first one, I did just kind of take a big gulp and let it sit there and then swallowed it down. Um, I definitely tasted cherries. Um maybe it's a suggestion thing. I don't know. No, I feel like it, in the middle there. Yeah, I, I don't, get, it's hard to describe when you're tasting bourbon. There's so many different, if you really take the time to taste it, you get different, different flavors mm-hmm. as you, as you drink it. Yeah. Cherry, cherry's definitely mm-hmm. the one that keeps coming back to me. Yeah, it is good. I like it. Um, very good high rye. I didn't realize when we bought it, even that it was their specialty single barrel select. So um, they have also just a high rye that's not the single barrel select. They have a rye. They have a bourbon. They have a bunch of other ones. Um, just a huge list of them. Weeded bourbons, high rye bourbons, rum cask finish, cognac finish, a surly rye, uh, a 10-year barrel-proof high rye, a 10-year barrel-proof rye, a 9-year aged barrel-proof rye, an 18-year-old rye, and a 36-year-old bourbon which is sold out, but I'm imagining it was probably pretty up there. Pretty up there in price. <laughs> um, they're 18 yes. years sold out too. It looks like. And then, real quick, before we get into our mail room, and I hear the latest mail room audition for you. Yes. Um, 
next week we are going to be trying just to give everybody a heads up another rabbit hole bourbon we will be trying the derringer rabbit hole was kind enough to send us a second bottle and i've really wanted to try this one um so we will be trying that one and we'll compare it against the high gold that we had we might we might I, I want to taste We both. might do an, ep- uh, an episode where we compare all three. We might have, yeah, we might have the trifecta yeah. of Rabbit Hole. Because <laughs> we do have all three now. We do, because we went out and we got Cave Hill. Yes. And, and then, yeah, yeah they, um, very nice of them to send us that. Mm-hmm. So. so I'm really excited. We that haven't was opened one the you bottle. wanted to try. It is. Yeah. We will be opening the bottle on the show. I'm excited. Yeah. So are you, I mean, not to move on from bourbon because I love bourbon, but are you ready for the mailroom editions? I don't know. I'm kind of scared. I mean, how many, this is our 13th episode. How many different mailroom openers can you possibly give me? You have not found the winner yet, but let's see. What do you have for me? Well, this is from probably the most famous movie about a mailman um, played by my father. Or no, Kevin Costner. Sorry. People used to mix (laughs) them up. Um, (laughs) It's a movie you probably don't know because it was probably before your time, to be honest. Thanks. You're Thanks, welcome. Um, called The Postman. Are you familiar? No. I <laughs> You're a godsend. Savior. No, I'm, I'm just the postman. <laughs> so we're not godsends. We're just opening the mailroom, oh, being the postman. Um <laughs> Okay, not no, that's not that been one that of movie your best has ones. this scene where um, Kevin Costner's on his horse he, um, because it was when the uh, the Pony Express basically delivered on horseback, um, and he runs by this kid who just misses him with his letter, and this kid runs out and he's got his letter in there and he just looks so disappointed and it is the most dramatic scene. For this letter that didn't get mailed. And then Kevin Costner, he must just sense something. He is the superior postman in the world. Um, And he (laughs) stops his horse and he turns and looks. And then he rides back at full speed and grabs it from the kid's hand while this dramatic music is playing. It it is the most dramatic scene of somebody grabbing a letter that you will ever see. Okay, well, that little clip there was not dramatic enough for our mailroom. You're a godsend. No. No. I'm just the postman. No. That's not it. Okay. Still, like, if I have to think it back to my mo- the most shocking ones where I really wasn't, obviously, I haven't expected any of them, but I would have to say it's the internet dial-up connection to get to your, <laughs> <laughs> to get to your mail. Like, you've got mail. Um, anyway, but no, I don't think that we have found our mailroom opener, so keep trying, Justin. The search it's continues. a disappointing week. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> We, we need to watch the movie now. You'll what, get what's it. our first question? All right. CJP underscore 88 from Twitter asking about a trade here. Dak Prescott plus $18 fab for Aaron Jones. Now, CJP currently has Jamal Williams, J.K. Dobbins, and Derrick Henry as other running backs. It's a super flex league, though. Okay. And now, I was under the understanding that they were getting Aaron Jones. So right. they would be giving up Dak Prescott and the Fab. So I don't know what he has for what he or she has for other quarterbacks in their league. Being a super flex, I wouldn't think you'd want to give up Dak Prescott. He is injured, but he should be back in several games. Um, 
yeah. don't know, Aaron Jones, he's he's still the main running back for the Packers. However, AJ Dillon has gotten involved plenty as well. I think wasn't Aaron Jones one of our duds this week? AJ Dillon was. AJ Dillon was. Yes. Well, one of the Packers. But yeah, okay. Aaron Jones hasn't been exactly phenomenal. Um yeah, I just think in a super flex, you have to value quarterbacks higher. And even though Dak Prescott is injured right now, um, he's going to come back. And I think he's going to be at least a top 15, top 20 quarterback, whereas a super flex, you know, you need a top 10 and top 20. Mm-hmm. So I don't know. I, I don't like the trade if you're giving up um, Dak Prescott. Now, if you're getting Dak Prescott, then yes. Then I think I would yes. go for it because you're. <laughs> Looking with with 18 fab right because you're looking to trust jk dobbins derrick henry um i guess I, jamal williams jamal too. williams i he's been up and down but he has had some good games for me that's secured a win because i put him in my lineup um really he's been doing secured great for me aside a win from, against me i know he didn't have a great week but it was enough to beat me this it week. it was enough to beat you no he didn't he's been doing great for me except for this week um, he's had some good games though, even with Swift being healthy. So I don't think Swift being injured or Swift coming back from injury or anything like, do you know what I mean? Like yep. when he returns, I don't think that that's going to really impact Jamal Williams because he had some killer games when Swift was healthy. Yeah. Williams is still going to get carries, still going to get touchdowns. And Derrick Henry is solid. Um, yep. I don't know if this week was a fluke or not for Dobbins. I mean... It was. He's going to get back to his 20 points. <laughs> so I don't know. Like with those running backs, I don't necessarily know that you need to add Aaron Jones to it. Agreed. Yeah. I would keep das- Dak Prescott and your fab. Mm-hmm. Dakota Rain Prescott. And again, I don't know what your fab budget is either, but $18. Right. I know one our, one of our leagues has a $100 fab. Yeah. That's almost 20% of your fab Yep. that you're giving up to get... Aaron Jones. Yeah, I I think the only reason you think about making this is if you think Cooper Rush keeps the job, but Mm -hmm. they're not going to not have Dak Prescott play. They just aren't. Um, I know Cooper Rush has won every game, Mm -hmm. but Dak Prescott's going to keep that job. Um, So I would keep the quarterback. All right. I think we're kind of in agreement there. Surprise. You You just wait. Now, what do you have next for us? All right. This is, I love this name on Twitter, Crispy Kareem's. uh, I don't know if that's Kareem Hunt, but Crispy Kareem's FFT um, said, is this a fair trade or is there a clear winner or loser? PPR League, Adam Thielen and Melvin Gordon for J.K. Dobbins and Chris Godwin. Mm, I need... I need a t- m- moment little, to little think. Yeah, time. let's see. Really, this is mm. <laughs> this is mm. crap for crap like, ish ish. Okay, ish. <laughs> really, I think so. Maybe J.K. Dobbins is not going to continue to have shitty weeks. Chris Godwin is looking up. He yeah. has potential there. On our market movers, Melvin Gordon. I don't know. He's the starter now. He is, but do but, you think his numbers are going to continue to? Uh, you know, go I don't up? know. He's had some fumbling problems. Mm-hmm. Now they have Mike Boone, who is their pass catcher. So in a PPR, Mike Boone has some good value, um, and they they signed uh, Latavius Murray, so he's going to cut into some workload yeah. too. So Melvin Gordon, eh. I, I I like J.K. Dobbins better than Melvin Gordon. Assuming that J.K. Dobbins is not going to continue to have 
shit weeks and Chris Godwin's outlook <laughs> keeps looking better and better. I would side with the JK Dobbins and Chris Godwin. I don't know that I want Adam Thielen and I don't know that Adam or that Melvin Gordon is. Yeah, no, I think he's going to yeah have more share in his workload. I agree. I think it's kind of a close trade. So it's For probably now, fair. It's probably yeah. okay. It's a fair trade, but if it was me, I think looking into the future, there's a winner. Yeah, I mean, obviously, there's going to be a winner, <laughs> but I think that looking forward, J.K. Dobbins and Chris Godwin has the most potential for winning this trade. Yeah. Now, for me, if I'm looking at all four players separately, J.K. Dobbins is the player I want the most out of them. Chris Godwin and Adam Thielen are kind of a tie for me. So if you're out on Chris Godwin and you want Adam Thielen, maybe try to do a straight trade there. But um, just looking at the trade in whole, J.K. Dobbins and Chris Godwin is the people or the side that I would want if I was receiving a trade. So hopefully that helps you out. I think it's fair trade, um, and there will be a winner or loser. I don't think it's so off base that there's a winner or loser now. I just think personally I prefer the J.K. Dobbins, Chris Godwin side, and you as well. For now. Hey, and while you're here, we have a little friendly competition going on at the Sports Gambling Podcast Network among the fantasy football channels to see who uh, can get the most reviews with their show mentioned. So please make sure you log into your Apple Podcasts or wherever you're listening and leave a review. Make sure you mention old-fashioned football and Moran and I bringing you all this content, bringing you... Um, our nonsense that we bring, as well as our whiskey. So make sure you leave us a review. We would really appreciate it as we, like I said, we get a little friendly competition going on. So we would definitely appreciate uh, a review and a shout out in the review. All right. Well, that's our two mailroom questions. So um, Miranda, do you have anything else? I don't, Justin. All right. I think well, that's a wrap. Yeah. My, my old fashion is almost gone. Going once, going twice. Sold. <laughs> Old-fashioned football.